Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're lights at the round table. We dance where we're able. We do routines and all the scenes of footwork in the, the early bird gets the worm. That's what I say. Vash Diehurt, CarolinaBlitz.com, at Keep Blitzen, among other Twitter handles, joins us. We're still waiting on our friend Chris Lee from WRAL TV5. It has been a while, uh, Vash Die. Happy New Year to you. Um, the season is almost over. Yeah, and I'm happy about it. Happy New Year to that. Um, <laughs> it's time. I think everybody's ready. The players are ready. Coaching staff is ready. Media, we are ready. So yeah, we're we're in the we're in the final stretch. You spend you spend a fair amount of time talking to players, um, and I'm always intrigued by some of the the, the lines of questioning that you uh, that you go to. Um, what is the mood among players in that locker room? I heard Shaq Thompson, who's not even healthy, was asked about what you would tell David Tepper based on what we just saw this past weekend. And he was like, yeah, you can't do that, man. Uh, <laughs> rather than give a no comment, he offered a comment, which I was a little surprised at. Uh, what What is the mood among the players? Well, first, to Shaq's point, or uh, I'm, I'm glad he was able to do that. He also is a veteran, and he knows the writing is on the wall, coming off an injury season, another coaching staff. So the likelihood of him returning to the Panthers um, next season is maybe maybe one-third. Who knows? Maybe even less than that. So he has a sort of uh, freedom that the other guys in the locker room don't have. Uh, I think these guys are just ready for the season to be over with. Uh, this is, Brian Burns has said this has been the toughest year that mm-hmm. he's been in the league. Of course, he hasn't won in any of his, what, five years in the NFL and, you know, guys don't want to answer questions about why they don't play, why this thing doesn't work and why that thing doesn't work. They're just ready for it to be over with. And, um, you know, I, I think it will be a relief at first, and then they'll, they'll be itching to get back to football. But for, for, for a short span of time, maybe a month, they'll just be relieved that, that the show is over. Yeah, and, and unfortunately the show uh, gave us a uh, kind of – you know that big hit right before the encore. What? <laughs> yes. What exactly? When when you saw David Tepper and the the drink uh, escapade, what what went through your mind? You know, I would sense it kind of before it went viral, and I and I looked at it, and I was like, oh boy. <laughs> um, it you know. It looked like he got frustrated and threw the drink in the crowd, you know. And right. that, that's no matter what his statement says, letting security handle something. I think that was added in there to, to add a little sauce in it to to kind of take some some responsibility away from himself, uh, which I don't think was needed. Uh, but it just seemed like he was frustrated with the play on the field. Uh, has to be some frustration with himself because he he needs to take some ownership for for. Uh, 
the the way this franchise has catapulted under his leadership. And, you know, maybe somebody said something in the crowd and he threw his drink on them. Uh, so, you know, it was just it's a, it's a tacky move. You can't you can't you can't do that as an NFL owner. You can't do that to anybody. If right. I was in the club and I threw a drink in somebody's face, I could go to jail legitimately because technically that's assault. I, I, so I've been told. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just another thing to add on top of what has been a very, very tumultuous season for the Carolina Panthers. And, you know, I just I've asked if, if David Tepper has addressed the players specifically, especially right. since if a player, if it were the opposite, the player would have to address the team. Sure. Um, but I've been I've been given no information about that. He was at practice today, uh, talking to players. But it's just it's just a hot mess, Adam. It's a hot mess, and uh, I don't see it getting any better, honestly. Chris Lee is now joining us, WRAL TV5, also Panthers Playbook Podcast. Um, Chris, what was uh, what was your ultimate uh, takeaway from Drinkgate? <laughs> um, basically that uh, you have this spoiled rich guy. Uh, I know he didn't grow up that way, but he's acting like the the. Sp- most spoiled brat ever who's rich right like you know somebody said something mean so i'm going to throw a drink in their face oh because i have no self-control right uh and it shows exactly how he runs the team what he did in that press box is exactly how he runs the carolina panthers and when you saw scott fitterer to the side not flinching not doing anything in that video not even saying like hey dave you shouldn't do that that lets me know everything i need to know about uh, their relationship and what happens when David Tepper is the one making all these decisions. So um, ultimately that was my takeaway. Uh, I think it was very telling on who he was, especially with the non-apology uh, that yeah, he, uh, that was not an apology <laughs> that, that he gave out uh, for, for the incident. And it shows that he doesn't really care. It shows that uh, he doesn't hold himself accountable. It also shows that there's nobody uh, in the circle, in the building for the Carolina Panthers to hold David Tepper accountable. Uh, I think that's what Cam Newton wants to do. He wants to do that. <laughs> you know what? They need Cam Newton would class the join up like you can't believe right now. And one the one thing about it is it I know this is it goes contrary to the way people believe, but Cam was accountable. Like yeah. he held himself accountable, he held teammates accountable. He would not have stood for that and it was an embarrassing moment. I I contend that th- this year has been rock bottom. Uh, for this franchise. And I'm glad you brought up Scott Fitterer. Uh, Just a a quick comment from you, Vashti. Were you surprised? Fitterer just, he's either so numb to everything (laughs) that has gone on because there was not even a flinch. He didn't even like, wait, what just happened? He didn't even glance at it. He must be dead inside at this point. (laughs) I mean, yeah. And, you know, I don't even know if he saw it because Tepper was below him. But there was another guy, another guy who is now in the circle who I've never seen before. I saw him for the first time when I was in Jacksonville walking with David Tepper. But nobody reacted to that. And he was in front, so I'm sure he saw it. Nobody reacted to it. And it's like, you know, it, 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 it shows you who's running the show and, and, and who has the real power. And, and, and like Chris said, like, and, and like what had been reported, is that um, apparently Pepper has 
fired or any of the or the people who would hold him accountable are right. no longer with the franchise. And he surrounded himself with a bunch of yes men. I mean, there was a report that Jim Harbaugh is still interested in the Panthers job and that the Panthers aren't interested because Jim Harbaugh would would want to control that David Pepper doesn't want to give up. So this is this is a recurring theme uh, among the team. All right, well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's my my next question for Chris Lee. Would you support Jim Harbaugh as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival oh, oh, look box at that. set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Um, I would. I, I guess I, I took a little pause there just mm-hmm. because, like, I'm, I'm just not sure who would want to come at this point. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, uh, I, I mean, they, like... You know, is it going to be good for your career? Like, should Jim Harbaugh just, you know, keep a good thing going uh, at Michigan? Should he go to a place like, I don't know, the L.A. Chargers, who, you know, basically as long as they get their um, cap situation under control and get some of the right players in, they already have the quarterback, and you already know what he can do. That's a situation that is a little bit easier to manage. Um you know, if, if if I'm Jim Harbaugh and now I really want to take that job, it's only literally because of Bryce Young. Um, you know, Bryce Young would, you know, he showed flashes of what he could do against uh, Atlanta and against Green Bay when he has time, when he has protection, when his receivers actually catch the ball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, um, I mean, it's that's, that's hard to answer because, like, I, I literally don't know why anybody would want to take this job at this point for this man. What do you think about Harbaugh, Vashti? I absolutely like it. I mean, I think at this point, the Panthers need a coach with the cachet to say, Pepper, sit down. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, basically, that's what they need. And somebody who is going to build, and, and it's a catchphrase, but it's, 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 it's legit. They need a culture builder. And um, I don't think any new head coach who doesn't have a real big coaching resume is going to be able to come in and put their foot down. And that's what they need with this ownership situation. And, you know, apparent reportedly Harbaugh was interested in the job last year and reportedly he's still interested in the job. I think I, I, I would not be mad at him coming to Carolina. The question is, would David Tepper be willing to humble himself and sit down um, and allow uh, the head coach and the leader to lead the franchise or lead the team. And I, and I don't know if, he, he ha- if he'll be willing to do that, but Harbaugh has the cachet. Or he's one of a few coaches with the cachet to make him do it. All right, let, uh, back to you, Vashti, for this, because I've already asked. I, I talked to Joe Person about this earlier. Has your opinion of Bryce Young changed over the course of this season? I would say no. Uh, you know, I think that there are a lot of outside circumstances that led to what could be considered by a lot of people a disappointing season for Bryce Young. But as you mentioned, we've seen, Flower Chris mentioned, we've seen flashes 
from mm-hmm. Bryce Young. He's made a couple of plays, at, and I'm looking to, to to the side, to my side in the press box with my eyes open, like, okay, this is this is a number one overall draft pick play. Um, so you surround them with a good offensive line. You give them some more weapons, uh, some receivers who can catch the ball, and 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 a, and a formidable offensive coaching staff, which everybody thought was there this past yeah. this this season. Um, and I think he could thrive. He he proved his toughness. He's I mean he's played more games than all of the other quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't I'm not sure. C.J. Stroud missed a couple of games. Yep. Um, uh, Indianapolis. I can't, his name is Slippin Anthony me. Richardson. Uh, Anthony played Richardson, four games. He's been out. Trevor Lawrence so is out. Small, Trevor Lawrence is out. So the smallest guy with the most questions regarding his durability has been the most durable. So I, I still feel the same. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna write him off. I'm not after a rookie season in 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 the mess that the Carolina Panthers have been this year. I still think he could be the guy for Carolina. Chris, your same question to you. Uh, I, 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 my opinion has not changed on him at all. Uh, just like Vashti said, and, and I said on, on this show, Adam, uh, well, let's, well, actually let's, let's compare him to somebody like a Justin Herbert, right? Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert has, uh, you know, considered to be one of the best up and coming quarterbacks, ever, uh, in the, in the NFL right now, mm-hmm. he has pretty decent, um, uh, you know, options at receiver, uh, that's there available towards him. Uh, I'm sorry. And running back and running back. Uh, he has a pretty good O-line, and uh, the defense maybe not as good, but it's there. His problem and the reason why you won't hear his name uh, in the NFL uh, postseason is because he had bad coaching. Mm-hmm. And that's and now we start to look at like what makes uh, quarterbacks uh, successful in the league. He had all of that. The coaching was bad, and that's the reason why he's not going to make the playoffs. Bryce Young had none of that. He doesn't have the line, doesn't have the receivers, doesn't have the weapons, doesn't have the coaching staff, right? Because right. clearly they're going behind each other's backs uh, to tattletale to, to David Tepper, who already uh, can't control himself. Uh, so the situation is, is bad. You know, Bryce Young is basically the furniture of the house, right? And you can come inside the house and say, oh, this furniture is ugly. It's sliding all over the place. But you, you fail to look at the foundation. The foundation is shaky. The furniture wouldn't slide if the if the foundation uh, was set, and and he has no foundation in Carolina right now. So I just don't know how you can really give him a true, um, I guess, evaluation from this year simply because of what's around him. I I, I agree, and he, even though the year has not been great, and I, obviously that's the the biggest understatement of the season, um, I still believe he can be a you know. To whatever extent we're, we we would assign a franchise quarterback, uh, my biggest problem was that last year was not the year to trade from nine to one. I think they took the <laughs> best. I think they took the best quarterback. We'll see over time if that's true. But last year was not the year to trade assets from nine to one, which gives me to this point, and I'll go back to you, Chris, and then we'll kind of wrap on this question: um, How many of Carolina's assets would you move? to get draft capital for this upcoming season? Would it include Brian Burns, J.C. Horn, uh, others? Um, I I think that for the Carolina Panthers, for some sort of stability, the last thing you need to do is is trade away more stars, right? Like, and that's going to make the fan base, I think, turn away. That's just my opinion. You've already traded Mm -hmm. away Christian McCaffrey. You've already traded away... 
um, uh, DJ Moore. And um, so I, I want to keep Brian Burns. I think you need to try to make sure you keep Derek Brown. Yes. I will listen to J.C. Horn. I will listen to pieces for J.C. Horn to try to get dra- draft capital um, you know, for him. Uh, and if there's anybody else that anybody else happens to want, maybe even uh, Dante Jackson, and you just kind of redo uh, that entire secondary uh, for next year, okay, uh, I'm, I'm willing to listen to that. Uh, but I think that you need to move forward with uh, Bryce Young, for sure. You need to move forward with Brian Burns. You need to move forward with Derek Brown. Find a way to keep Frankie Louvu. Yeah. And other than that, guy. anybody else is inter- anybody else can get it. I love Frankie. Anybody Luvu. else can get it. Yeah, I love. I absolutely love Frankie Louvu. Uh, Vashti, same question to you. I completely agree with Chris. I, I, all the calls to trade Brian Burns. I mean, I understood them, but I don't. I really don't know what draft capital will do for this team at this point. Um, you know, you have a defense that for the majority of the season was in the top five in the league in total yards uh, per allowed per game. Uh, you don't want to have a bad offense and a bad defense. Uh, keep your core pieces on defense. Keep Brian Burns, which I expect he'll get the franchise tag. At this point, Derek, Pro- Derek Brown is probably your your most valuable trade mm-hmm. asset. But do you want to get rid of him? I don't think so. I think that you keep your core on defense. Like Chris said, you sign Frankie Lugo because he is now your quarterback of the defense and and that uh, among that linebacker core. J.C. Horn, I really don't know how much trade value he's going to get. He hasn't been able to be healthy at all. You could potentially get a mid to late round pick for him. But, I mean, is that what you'll get in return worth what his potential upside could be if he he has a healthy season or three? I don't think so. So I think you work with what you have. You try to get a few pieces in in free agency. And you have to hit in the later round. Panthers have not hit mid to late round pretty much at all. I'm not sure they've hit the early rounds. Well, (laughs) well, yeah. I mean, they hit (laughs) Derrick Brown. uh, They did. And, and, you know, they're – there are a couple of ones that are still that are still questionable. Icky, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we could go all day about what's going on with Icky, you know. But I, I, I'm not ready to write him off yet. But you got to hit in the draft, whether it's mid or late. You have to hit, and and so I think that that's what you make a priority at this point. Not trading away the only good players that you have. Vash Diehert, CarolinaBlitz.com at Keep Blitzen. Uh, Happy New Year to you. It's good to good to hear your voice. I'll see you soon. And that's Chris Lee, WRAL TV five, uh, also Panthers Playbook. Hey man, uh, thank you so much for your uh, for both of you. Happy New Year to both, and we'll see you both soon, very soon. Happy New Year, Thanks, good to Adam. See you. Is getting your CPAP supplies a real pain? It doesn't have to be that way. Hi, I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers, and we are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Our streamlined process makes getting your CPAP as easy as one, two, three, and we ship anywhere in the state. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health.